This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Who will be the next president is still being determined as they continue to count ballots in key states. But here in Iowa, the election was definitive. It looked about the same in percentage of the vote for Trump as in 2016. Sue Connie led the way again for Trump with 67% of the vote. Biden pulled a little better than Hillary. We got a new congressman in this district replacing Steve King, Randy Friedenstra, who won over J.D. Shulton by a large margin. Iowa Democrats lost one House seat, retained one, with the fourth race too close to call. So they could lose two seats of the three they had. I would call that a political disaster for Iowa Democrats. Joni Ernst beat Greenfield by about the same margin that Trump beat Biden. I said that she was too much like Hillary and would lose. Not even unlimited campaign funding changed that. Washington Democrats couldn't buy the Iowa Senate seat, but it was not for lack of trying. Biden still has a chance to win nationally, but here in Iowa, the 2020 election was a resounding validation of Trumpism. Anything outside city limits in Iowa is Trump country. That was not a surprise to us, but impressive nevertheless. I sometimes wonder why that I bother, but I have tried to engage Democrats on ag policy. Iowa's electoral demographics of a rural versus urban has been tilted toward rural politically so that Republicans have won election after election. Democrats are so beat down in rural areas that they do not even have anybody to engage with. They take their ag policy from activists like the ICCI and then wonder why they lose. Some Democrats running for statewide office do not set foot out of city limits and then wonder why they keep losing. Or they do venture out and talk about shutting down livestock operations and ending 1031 exchanges. They do not listen as if they did. They would know that such policies hurt rural communities, and no one's going to vote for them from there. I told J.D. Scholten about campaigning with New York Senator Cory Booker, who has plans to buy out CAFOs, that the association was politically destructive. Democrats are hard-headed, stubborn, and deaf when it comes to understanding rural America. They think that they know what is right and will impose it on the rural electorate. Quite the opposite occurs. It really doesn't matter whether the rural county is in Kentucky, Florida, Pennsylvania, or Iowa, or elsewhere. Democrats get blown out in rural elections. My daughter that lives in Des Moines drove to Iowa City last week. She said that the trip made her feel like she was traveling through different worlds. In Des Moines, Biden signs dominate, and when she left the city limits, she entered Trump country. She was surprised by the abrupt start change. When she made it to Iowa City, she was back in Bidenville again. The rural-urban political divide has become a grand chasm. The campaign flag business had to be very profitable this year. Supporters typically go with yard signs, but this year their enthusiasm extended to flags. Boats, trucks, cranes, flagpoles are just draped. There were Trump 2020 flags everywhere in rural areas. This could prove to be disorienting, however, as if you lived in Trump country, it could be hard to conceive of his losing nationally. On a recent trip to northern Minnesota, there was a farmer who, after combining his soybeans, must have drove a row of 50 poles of Trump flags in the ground along the highway. Going through an urban area like Duluth, Biden flags dominated. Up north, it was also Biden signs, as that is where the tree huggers are. They live in nature and did not want Donald J. Trump developing it. 
The first thing that he did when taking office was to undesignate national monuments and now intended to release Alaska for commercial development. Yet Minnesota went for Biden because there were more urban to offset their rural vote in that state than we have in Iowa. This divide between rural and urban is not a good thing. Long term, the demographics favor urban politically. The current imbalance is like the worsen before it is resolved. Had a blue wave occurred that had swung both the White House and Congress to Democrats, it would have given them a blank check written on the Federal Reserve. If the GOP retains the Senate, they will not spend as much. They'll have to pass a skinny aid bill. Pelosi loses. The good news is that Congress would be less of a threat to our inheritance tax laws and livestock operations. The bad news would be that gridlock continues to hamstring our ability to solve major problems. A Biden administration would put the doctors back in charge of fighting the COVID pandemic. Unfortunately, that could continue to worsen a great deal before Inauguration Day in January. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.